Ladies and gentlemen, we got him back in the studio. Give him a round of applause. Senior Sergeant Chris Martin, welcome back. Good morning, folks. How are you all? Um, apologies for my absence. I'm sure you've all missed me. I've missed you all very dearly. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad to be back in the studio, back talking about the Geraldton Police Station, mm -hmm. some of our efforts in the community. And, you know, we were heading into the new reporting year for the police station. So excited to be here. Um, I will be gone again, I think, oh. in a couple of weeks, but um, I'll have very, very um, capable stand-ins uh, mm -hmm. to provide you all the latest information right. from the police. Always leaving us wanting more. All right, so let's talk about your absence. Where you've been? Yeah, look, um, I'm on a journey. Um, mm. I have been selected to be part of the Rising Leadership WA um, cohort for 2022-23. Um, and really, Rising Leadership WA is um, a leadership group in Perth who select the the jets, the top guns, the oh. up-and-comers of Western Australia. Not my words. <laughs> um, so basically, um, like the police, Western Power, St John of God, other government agencies, private industry, um, like elders insurance, all this kind of stuff. Um, they all pick the people who are rising in their agencies to mm. come together uh, once a year. And we have about 10 um, le leadership experiences in Perth, and um, but all over the metropolitan area. Mm. Um, and it's good just to get together with like-minded leaders, talk about um, leadership, management, how... Um, different perspectives, different experiences can can develop me as a leader, um, as I, as I continue in my career through the police. Um, so I've been there for the last kind of three or four weeks. Mm. Some of the stuff has been really, really good. Um, and I'm telling you now, the people on the course will be listening to this episode because <laughs> um, I've told them about our fantastic show. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, they're very jealous. But look, it's been a fantastic um, experience so far. I've really enjoyed it. We've talked a lot about, you know, vulnerability and leadership thinking outside the box um, very much um, how we uh, absorb stress and what kind of a leader people are. And I'm very much uh, an emotional leader, mm. according to the survey I completed. But it looks a lot of learnings. It's a lot of self-reflection. And I'm, I'm pretty sure come the end of it, the, you know, I will be a better leader for the police station and certainly for the, for the public of Geraldton. So looking forward to it. Experience number four is in a couple of weeks' time mm -hmm. um, down in Florida, and uh, look, I'll keep the I'll keep the listeners posted with with my journey of leadership. Yeah. Oh, that's great! Well done. So that same survey that you filled out was it the same one that tells you which Spice Girl you are? Um, no, but I reckon if I was going to be a Spice mm. Girl, I would probably be oh, what's the what's the Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice? I reckon. Yeah. Although I'm getting on a bit now, my soccer career is <laughs> almost finished, um, as my coach will tell yeah, you. Yeah, turning more uh, into Scary Spice. Basically, yeah, look, yeah. it's getting worse by the day. All right, let's get serious. Let's talk about the proactive unit. Yeah, look, um, over the last kind of two months, we have um, created a new proactive unit at the mm. police station. Essentially, it works in tandem with our investigative arm of the police station, the inquiry team, which I've talked about many times on the show, and they're, they're great success when it re in regards to responding to volume crime, again, burglaries, stealing, stealing of motor vehicles, damages, etc. So from our studies from last year, and we did a huge review period, and, and this won't come as a surprise to many of the listeners, but unfortunately, crime in Geraldton is really committed by about 25, 30 people consistently, unfortunately. Mm. Some of those are what we call high harm offenders, which are offenders that consistently re-offend despite all the engagement strategies from ourselves, our, our community stakeholder partners, they just continue a life of crime. And we all know those stories out there. 
The proactive unit's job essentially is to curb that criminal behaviour before it starts again. Let me give you an example. Um, let's say Miss, you know, Joe Bloggs has done two or three break-ins, he goes into prison, he comes out, we've got fairly good information, he's going to do another break-in. Before that break-in happens, and before there is a victim or someone gets something stolen from their house, the proactive unit step in between there right. and say, hey, before you offend again, mm. we're watching you. We know what you're wearing, we know where you've been, we know your movements, who you're talking to. It's about that intensive supervision of those offenders who we know are going to re-offend. Um, and they're, they're very much um, a, a, an instant reaction uh, unit who just go and address crime immediately. They don't carry, you know, investigative files like the inquiry team. They're just re they're just proactively response. And part of that is all about saying, hey, listen, we know who you are, we know where you are, and we know how you do crime. But there's a there's a fluffy side to that. You know, we also provide that support. Like, hey, are you struggling now? You've come yeah. out of custody. What are you struggling with? What's your family network like? What support have you got? Are you struggling with drugs and alcohol? All those kind of things. Hmm. Because that support stuff in the past has kind of fallen away with our response to things. But the proactive unit are dedicated to rejuvenating offenders once they come out of the custody system. and hmm. um, But also apprehending them when they slip up and decide to, say, breach their bail or breach their curfew conditions or breach those protective conditions we put in place to ensure they won't um, offend again. We grab them straight away. Yeah. So there's there's no more, um, you know, bre breaching a curfew, for example, uh, and then going three, four days, we're on to you straight away. Um, it's a dedicated unit. That's all they do. Early indications are in the last two months, um, 109 arrests wow. with 270 charges. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, as I say, it's a dedicated unit. Um, if you're in that... Um, you know, if you behave in if you behave in that way in the community and you decide to continue to commit crime, you're going to get to know the, the proactive unit very well. Mm, all right, we are speaking with Senior Sergeant Chris Martin. Uh, let's move on to uh, bikes, cars, and e-scooters. Yes. So, unfortunately, folks, uh, push bikes are still a desirable item mm -hmm. um, of, for the thieves in our community. We have only doubled our numbers at the police station. So um, we have, I think, something like 85 bikes at the police wow. station. Wow. Taking up a lot of the yard there. Some of them are, as I said before, quite nice bits of kit. Um, but bikes are continued to be, we, we continue to see them getting pinched throughout Geraldton. Um, and again, I'll say this with motor vehicles and scooters um, and mopeds, all very desirable mm. stuff. Again, it's really, really important we make it as hard for crooks as possible. Put these kind of items out of sight. Put them in the back garden. Lock them away in your, in your carport. Or, you know, some of them have been chained up, I'll say, Todd, and some of the chains have been snapped. But, um, you know, make it as hard as you can. Register mm. them on, yeah. on on the system. Um, and, and keep them out of, of prying eyes. I'll give you an example, um, particularly mopeds. Um, we know a lot of young kids drive the mopeds now to get around. Um, they're regularly being stolen. Mm. Um, another strange one, you know, when you start, so now we're in the winter months. Some people are choosing to start their cars in the morning, get them warmed up, go back in the house. So when they get into the car five oh. minutes later, they're ready to go and they're nice and warm. Two cars were stolen last week Jeez. under those circumstances. So um, and I know it sounds probably quite petty, but crooks are smart you know they're mm. watching for these things so please make sure that you know if you're going to make if you're going to take that, that extra 10 minutes just 
don't don't leave the car running. Just get in and go. You yeah. know, warm yourself up. Get in and go. I mean, everywhere in Geraldton, as you know, is ten minutes in the car, so yeah, yeah, exactly. you're gonna have to beat it for ten minutes. But mm. you know, keep your keep those particular things: bikes, motor vehicles, e-scooters, mopeds. Keep them all out of sight um, from those for those prying eyes in the community, because a lot of them do go missing. Um, there is a bit of an action ongoing. I'll I'll give you the tip about. Um, who's responsible for this, but it's happening at all hours of the morning, 4am, 5am type stuff, you know. So, folks, if you're out there, um, please make sure all those stuff is locked away. Take that extra five minutes at night, put yeah. your push bike in, in the carport or put it on the side of the house where there's a fence, you know, lock it up somewhere um, because if I get any more bicycles coming at the police station, you know, I, I'm going to have to, you know, start um, recycling them because there's just too many, yeah. you know. And, and like I said, if you've had a bike stolen, you're not registered it, that's okay. I would advise you to do that, but if it hasn't, come down and see John, John Cranley at the police station. He'll run you through, he knows every single bike, every yeah. single make, every single serial number. <laughs> if it's yours, and we think it's yours, hey, have it back, you know, um, because the, the numbers are increasing. We're in winter at the moment. You know, generally crime is lower in the winter mm. if we head into the summer, particularly with the e-ridables. The e we talked a lot about that on the show previously. Um you know, there's, there's going to be some higher companies come to Geraldton that they're regularly yeah. used, they're becoming cheaper and cheaper. We don't want them getting stolen. So, guys, lock stuff away. Yep. All right. Lock it away. And uh, finally, let's talk VMR. Yes. Look, a big thank you to our um, volunteer marine rescue guys in Geraldton um, in the last couple of days. Yours truly was on call at the weekend and I was up the early hours of, well, what was it? Sunday night, Monday morning, mm. um, we had an emergency situation 11.6 nautical miles off the coast of Geraldton. Ah, no, well. A cargo ship, friends, um, there was a cargo ship out there and one of the crewmen decided he was going to get off the boat. So he just jumped off the side. Jeez. Uh, luckily, he was in an emergency suit mm. and he was found two days later by the volunteer marine rescue guys and our colleagues from AMSAR, GRCC, that's our um, surveillance jet. That's right. available for emergency management incidences. Um, look, it was very successful. We found them on uh, Tuesday morning, still in the emergency suit, mm. quite far off the coast, wow. waving to us. So, um, you know, without the assistance of VMR, JRCC and AMSAR, we would not have found them. So fantastic, guys. Thank you very much for your commitment. Thank you very much for getting out of those early hours in the morning. Yeah. Um, and look, also our partners from the... Um, Shelton Port, you know, some of the pilot ships there gave us a bit of a hand. Um, it's always really pleasing to see when we have an emergency in Geraldton, all of our partner agencies coming together and, um, you know, achieving a very um, welcome outcome in this case. So thank you very much. 